Okay, welcome to Only Trying to Help, the podcast where we try to help you be helpful to other people. And uh, yourself. And yourself. You know, that's going <laughs> to be a good one. I appreciate that. I'm here with Leslie, uh, my life guru. Oh, hi. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm Kate. So, Leslie, let's talk today about toxic positivity. Have you ever just wanted to punch someone in the face for being too positive? <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, there's some, there's a certain point where, and I'm a a pretty positive, optimistic Mm -hmm. person, but, um, there's only so much bright siding that one can handle when you're going through something and sometimes you just want to complain. I was going to use a different word. Um, but sometimes Mm -hmm. you just want to vent or let people know about all the stuff you're dealing with. You're not necessarily asking for, uh, like help or ideas or anything you just want to like let it out yeah um and so let's be clear about what toxic positivity could sound like you already alluded to like oh look on the bright side I mean that to me is like an eye roll moment of toxic positivity or um everything happens for a reason yes (laughs) um I have actually let me find the list I made I probably shouldn't take credit for this list. I'm pretty sure I found this on the internet. Things like, oh, just let it go. Let Just let it go. Don't think about it. That sounds to me like someone's pushing me to be more positive than I'm ready to be. Mm-hmm. Um, or the equivalent of things like, don't be negative. Um, don't be scared. Don't be nervous. Don't be mad. Like You can do it. You can do it. Everything's going to work out fine. Um I I say this every episode, but I'm just going to say it again. I do deep down believe that those things come from a good place. Uh, but what's the problem with somebody pushing us too fast or too soon to be overly positive? I, I think that you're you're kind of feeling like you, your experiences are not being listened to and they're not being validated. Does that make sense? It does. That was some upspeak, by the way. Did you hear that? <laughs> validated. <laughs> Um, it does make sense. And I think validation is a big part of this. Like, uh, I think oftentimes people want to know that they're not crazy for feeling how they feel. And when someone tries to tell you, well, just don't think of it that way or look on the bright side or find the silver lining or keep your hope alive. It's like, okay, but can you also understand where I'm coming from or am I losing it? Would it make sense? Do you want to do like a little role play or something? Like just because I feel like unless you're in this situation, it's kind of hard to feel feel the feels, you know? Yeah. Okay. So which role do you want to play? Um. Uh. Can I play like Miss Optimism? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I'll be somebody who's like going through it. Okay. Okay. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta think of something because I've Sorry, never put you on the spot. I've this never not in there. I've place. never had a difficult time in my life before. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Um, all right. How about, um, maybe just like worst, you know, bad day, spilled coffee, you know, yeah. miss the train, 
you know. Yeah, I'm just gonna have like a lot on my plate. Reply all, fail at work. Oh, I did that this you, week. You've ah. actually just triggered me. <laughs> <laughs> Millennial, I am better than that. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay, um, so you open it up. Just ask me how I'm doing. Hey, Kate, how's it going? Oh my goodness, I'm just, I'm you know trying to put one foot in front of the other, but damn, rough week. Yeah, I mean, you look great. Uh, well, thanks. I mean... What's going on? Uh, well, I just feel like everybody's mad at me. I'm, like, behind on a million things, and I'm getting to the point where, like, all my emails say, did you get this? Did you receive this? I Did you answer? We're still waiting on you. And I'm just, like, letting everyone down, and I can't keep up, and... Ah, oh, just, you know, feeling like I have no energy. It sucks. Well, you'll get it down. I know. You'll get through it. Um, pr- probably, yeah. I I guess I probably will. I usually do. But um, it's just like a crappy feeling, though. Yeah, but on the bright side, people know that, you know, you're, you're good for it. Well, I'm... I guess that's what I'm worried about is that they don't know that. Um, it's just a bad feeling. I don't, I don't, I don't like feeling like I'm letting people down. Well, I, you know, I'm sure that things will turn out for you. No big deal. I, 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 yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I know that other people go through worse things. It's, it's just email and stuff, but it just sucks. Right, right. So I saw this guy the other day and he was homeless. Can you imagine? No, um, I, no, I can't. That sounds really. That's that's awful. That's really. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Leslie just gave me a timeout. <laughs> I didn't know how to exit that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like that's something people do, where they like sort of like bring up like a, um, you know, it could be like, let me tell you about this awful thing I read, this article, this newscast, this um political thing that's happening, you know. Yeah. I'm reminded of that video that went viral um, a couple years ago of Brene Brown talking about empathy versus sympathy. And she said, empathic statements never begin with at least. Mm. Like, at least you're not homeless. Or at least you have friends. Or at least... At least you have a good job. Yeah, at least you have a job that you can be stressed out oh. about. <laughs> it's like, that's not empathy. If we're not, well, actually, before I start thinking about what should we do instead, I just want to pause on what uh, what happens for people when they start doing that toxic positivity thing. Like, where does that come from? And I'm, I'm pausing there because I really do deep down believe that when someone does like what you did, Leslie, and you, you try to put a positive spin on it, that person generally walks away from the conversation kind of patting themselves on the back and saying like, wow, I was such a good friend today and I was so helpful. Um, meanwhile, I was over here feeling like you're not really listening to me. You don't really understand. You're trying to make me see this in a way that I'm not ready to see it. And so I, I'm asking the listeners to consider the times where maybe you have patted yourself on the back and felt like, wow, I'm so helpful to people and everyone comes to me with their problems because I'm such a good listener. You know, were you or do you just think that you were because you were positive? I mean, if you listen to that conversation, I think it was interesting because like the character I played. <laughs> <laughs> we should have given her a name. No. Um 
Josephina. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we just have a list of weird. I know. Actually, I love that name. Jo- um, Josie. Yes. Um, uh, so if, if the character I played was, she wasn't letting herself get into an uncomfortable conversation. Yes. Because really what, what Kate's character was, was acknowledging was, I'm not, you know, at my best right now. I'm mm-hmm. not, you know, there are things that are going wrong and could be things that oh, Josephina can't, uh, <laughs> can't, Josephina, <laughs> Josephina <laughs> can't impact. And my character, Tammy Lee, <laughs> was, <laughs> Tammy Lee, Tammy Lee, Tammy Lee just wanted to be understood. <laughs> and I think, I think Tammy Lee was getting the impression that she made Josefina uncomfortable. And that's often why the Tammy Lee character will just go along with it. Like, yeah, 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 you're right. Thanks. Thanks for saying that. Thanks for giving me perspective. That's really helpful. I think people go along and pretend to be grateful for Mm -hmm. that positivity because they feel like they've made an error bringing up the negativity in the first place. I'm so sorry I was a downer. Thank you for putting a positive spin on it. That person saying that often is not really saying thank you. They are are saying those words to kind of move along the conversation so they don't feel like, I was going to say Debbie Downer, Tammy Lee Downer. Right. (laughs) And I mean, like, Tammy Lee, like, she put herself out there. She acknowledged some some tough stuff she was going through. Um, And, and... You know, to have someone kind of like, it, it's not like, it's not like Josefina meant to shoot her down. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, it, it's not like um, that, you know, I meant to, to shoot Kate's, you no. know, feelings down in that, that moment and um, say like, you know, oh, it's, it doesn't matter. You know, my character just didn't know what else to say. Just yeah, like, ill-equipped. Yeah. And like, you know, and it, it's not from a place of like you know, mean spiritedness. Like, no, no, I no. love you. I know you can no. do it. I respect you. And I know that you got mad skills and I know, you know, mm-hmm. you've, you've like, I, I believe in you. Um, there's stuff I want to say, but I think that <clears throat> they're the right things. <laughs> it's definitely, it's definitely good intentions. Yeah. And, um, unfortunately it conveys to Tammy Lee that, gee, I'm really uncomfortable right now. Right. Uh, and, and that's too bad. you know, I, real life, not my character, (laughs) me, Kate Watson in real life, I tend to be someone who does not open up and share a lot to people. And when people try to encourage me to do so, often I'm thinking in the back of my mind, for for what? I share a problem with you and you're going to positive spin it. You're going to silver lining it. And then I'm going to smile and say, thank you. And like, what did I get out of that? And so I think you, Kate Watson, are equipped to solve your own problems (laughs) and you're a smart and capable human being. And, you know, like, you don't. I'm not going to interrupt you. I'm going to let you keep going. And beautiful and very wonderful person. Um, But uh, all true. But, um, you know, it's it's like, you know, not necessarily saying, like, solve my problem. No. But, which I think is another kind of way that people want to go. Like, well, have you tried talking to your boss? Yeah. Which is, you know. Have you considered just putting up an out-of-office message on your email so people know that there will be a long wait? It's like, yes, I'm not an idiot. Right. I've, yeah, I've thought of that. I still have to answer them at some right, point. Exactly. But where I was going with that when I was saying, you know, I'm somebody who has a tough time opening up, 
And oftentimes I'm making the conscious decision not to because I kind of know how people are going to respond. They're going to do this toxic positivity thing. When I do open up, I feel like me or people like me deserve a little time to just like be negative. Yes. Um, and, and I think even like a, some credit for like being willing to share something. So when someone comes to me and shares something kind of heavy, kind of down, I usually say something like, you know, I'm just really glad you trusted me with that. And that's got to be brutal. And we don't have to do anything about it right now. Um, we could figure it out later. Um, I just think right now, like things must suck for you. And, yeah. and I'm really sorry to hear that. Um, so that kind of bridges us into like, what should we do instead? I thought of those examples of toxic positivity. And then I thought, well, what would be some better responses? And you came up with one, you used the word validation. Um, and what I've learned from reading about this is validation and hope together are a good combo. So something like this, um, uh, you're about to do a really difficult thing and it makes a lot of sense to be nervous. I'm not sure if it makes any difference. But I'm really confident you can do this. So that is validating and hopeful. But that's different than just saying, you got it. Mm -hmm. You can do it. Go for it. I think saying your nerves make sense. That's because you're about to do a tough thing. Mm -hmm. You're you're not crazy for feeling nervous. And this might not make a difference at all. But over here, I'm feeling like you can do it. I guess we'll we'll wait and see or something Mm -hmm. like that. That sounds to me like validation plus hope as a combo. Um, or something like, it's probably hard to be positive right now, but we can make sense of it later. Like it's hard right now. And I'm hopeful that we can find some clarity at another point that's validation plus hope. And so for me, that's a helpful thing to remember. It's like in my back pocket, when somebody's not having a great day, I try to go for validation plus hope, validation plus hope. You know, and I see, I see people because this toxic positivity, I feel like this is something that I only learned about recently. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not something that we necessarily talked about. And I think that people don't really realize that it's not the best way to handle things. But now that you know about it, the next time someone tells you about a difficult situation, watch them absolve you of responsibility of dealing with it. Because Mm. I think that people kind of do this as a, um, you know, as a way, uh, a means of, of protecting themselves. They say, oh, like, just having like, the worst day and you know this is just compound because x y and z and then they say but you don't want to hear about that mm. or but i'll get through it it's fine i don't mean to be a downer i'm yeah. sorry and and people kind of like they give you like this pass and i think it's because we're so used to this kind of like even from the people we love and i know i do it too like i you know mm-hmm. i want to say right now like as somebody that I feel like I'm a pretty positive, optimistic person, I'm sure that I have, you know, bright-sided everyone listening to this podcast. (laughs) And we're sorry. I am sorry. Um, Because it is something that, like, you know, feels good until you unpack Mm -hmm. it and realize. So, but the next time someone tells you something and then they exit, you know, they give you this pass to leave without um, going, like, feeling with them, mm-hmm. you know, realize that that might be the moment where they're really saying like, okay, I know this is like, I, I, I'm, I'm bracing myself for the impact of you telling me mm-hmm. it's going to be fine. It might be a clue that you've done it to them in the past. Yeah. If and... someone says, oh, you don't want to hear this, that's not for sure, but it's a clue that maybe 
use silver lining to them before. Mm-hmm. Right. And they remember it. Right. And they're thinking, you don't, you're, you're not willing to go there with me. So when someone does that to me, when they say, oh, I don't want to bring you down. I don't want to depress you, Kate. I usually say, I can handle it. Yeah. I got this. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me, I can handle it. Yeah. I have, um, you know, someone that I care about quite a lot and this person is going through a lot. And, you know, we'll talk and she'll say, all this stuff is going on, but I don't want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. I don't want to bring you into it. Mm -hmm. And I I think that she feels like she's sheltering me, but I can handle it. Yeah. I'm a big girl. Yeah. Um, And if I can't, Mm -hmm. then I, I could say, listen, I love you and I care about you, but right now, like, I don't know if I'm the best person to talk to, the, to about this. That's wise, that you know your limits. If you're not really in a good place and right. you really can't handle it, right. no one on this podcast is asking you to lie. Yeah. It's it's just knowing that about yourself is, is a, really some uh, impressive self-awareness right. that not a lot of people have. Like, I am just not in the place to be a good listener right now. Um I think that's, yeah. and, and it could be an emotional place or it could be a physical place. Like, Hey, like the kids are running around or I'm on the, you know, a train or I'm, you know, in the middle of a work project or something. And I want to give this the time that it deserves. And I want to give you and your feelings the time that they deserve. And I don't know that I can right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that might make me feel a little bit stunted, but a little bit better. Like mm-hmm. at least this person is not shutting me down and saying, okay, well you can handle it anyway. You know, I got to make dinner. You yeah. Know? Yeah, so, okay, so when someone comes to me in, like, a difficult time and they're sharing some heavy things and I feel that urge inside of me to want to put a positive spin on it and try to make it sunshine and roses, the first thing I try to do is this validation plus hope thing. Now, if I just can't muster it up, like, I just can't find the words, the second best thing is to just say to this person, I can handle this. And that is in many ways as much of benefiting me in my own internal dialogue when I say out loud, I can handle this Mm -hmm. as it is helping them know that I can handle this. Leslie's making the great point that if you really can't be honest about that, if you're like, I'm just not in a good place right now, that, that makes sense too. And part of the reason we are spending so much time on this is because trying to make someone feel better as kind as it may be, just doesn't really work. Telling someone to feel better just doesn't actually make them feel better. Think of times when someone has said to you, don't be mad. You're not less mad. Mm -hmm. Um, When someone has said to you, oh, don't be nervous. You're not less nervous. Um, So telling someone how to feel and trying to make it happy for them uh, just just isn't effective. Now, we have stumbled upon something that seems to be a more helpful and slightly more or maybe dramatically more effective way of helping people manage their feelings rather than just telling them to be happy. Do you want to talk a little bit about this that you found? Yeah, I read an article on Scary Mommy because that's my life right now. Um, (laughs) So I just want to give it up to them for introducing this idea to me. Um, And it's kind of putting words to something that I think that I have... I have employed and I have, you know, done successfully and I've also not done successfully because we're, you know, all learning and growing through these processes, but it's called the train analogy. Um, and the idea of this article was saying that, you know, the, the writer had a, a child who was in the midst of a tantrum and, you know, with kids, you very, very much more just want to make things better for them and make them stop crying. And, um, 
But sometimes that invalidates them mm -hmm. and their experiences. I, I find myself doing it. Like, mm -hmm. you know, Theo, Theo's been doing this thing where he likes to throw his head backwards and do a death drop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, when he's like upset about something, which by the way, cracks his very substantially large head on whatever surface is behind him. Yeah. So this is a hard thing to just validate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, and so they don't cry. And, you know, part of me wants to be like, it's okay. You're fine. You're okay. You're mm -hmm. okay. But you know what? What if he's not? Yeah. You know, so the, this train analogy is to say, like, you've got to get through this and you have to get it through it on your own. And this could be about a, a child, but honestly, it's about all of us, mm -hmm. right? We're going to get through this, um, but we, we're going to have to... We're gonna have to take a stop at all the stops along the way. Yeah, you you have to take the the path along the train tracks. You can't shortcut it. Exactly, and by shortcutting those things, you know we're not necessarily getting through them in a way that helps us learn. So you can't just be like, oh, just skip to the end where you're through this situation. Mm -hmm. Everything is a learning process, right? So um, by kind of acknowledging that, um, and that doesn't mean like, well. The bright side is you're going to learn not to do this again. That is not what I mean. Um, <laughs> what I mean is like saying, okay, like right now you're frustrated and you need to vent and I'm going to let you vent mm -hmm. and I'm going to be here for you to vent. Yeah. Um, and then later when you're feeling maybe remorseful, yeah. then you can be remorseful about this. And maybe you're going to be angry again and just sort of acknowledging that process and not just trying to solve it straight up again you're the train you know they're going through this tunnel of emotion a glass case of emotion um, <laughs> um but so uh you know you're they're going through this they've got to go through it to get to the other side um and you're going to be there for them yeah. and allow that so it went by shutting them down and saying like oh you're fine you'll get through it you're sort of saying like you're just to the other side already and they're still in the beginning of the tunnel feeling right. now they're feeling alone there. Yeah. And feeling like, I guess I did it wrong. I'm going too slow. Um, Leslie, have you ever, this is personal, <laughs> which we can edit out if you don't <laughs> want to answer this for real. Um, have you ever in the middle of peeing, tried to stop peeing? <laughs> like just tried to stop, like hold it. Like, I yeah, sure. Yeah, and how does it feel? Um, not great. It's Kate. it's horrible, yeah. right? It's actually really difficult to do. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, once you start going, you kind of just have to finish. Yeah. And if you try to like stop it prematurely, it hurts a it little does bit. Hurt. <laughs> and so, so, I'm using this analogy because I think we do this with feelings a lot. Like sometimes I'm mad, and you know, I get like in my mind, a little bit of clarity about this thing I was mad about. And maybe in my mind, I'm kind of over it, but emotionally I'm not yet. And I can't just stop. I have to finish. Right. And so I have said to many people in the middle of like arguments where they say, well, like now that you see it my way, are you still mad? And like, well, kind of, because I just have to finish. Yeah. I just have to finish being mad. But it's, it's not because I have a reason to right. be mad. There's something logical about it. Um, there's something cognitive, really. Like, I just have to finish being mad, and when I'm done, we'll be fine. Right. But I have to go through the tunnel. I have to I'm hit all the stops. I'm going to be mad at you all over again. Right, and, like, <laughs> we've hit the stop where now I see your point of view and it makes sense. 
Um, so that's a good stop. Yeah. I, I just have a few more right. to go through. Right. And and you can't just stop me in the middle of this tunnel or, or in the middle of peeing in my right. case. Yeah. You, like, you have to finish. And so I use that a lot with people who I care about. I say, can you just let me finish? Like, I understand that I just told you I was really stressed and you took some things off my plate. So yeah, I'm probably soon going to be less stressed, but I kind of just have to finish. Right. And you just can't rush me through this. And I know you want to, but you have to let me finish. Right. To use like kind of another analogy here, like, you know, we talk about venting a lot, Mm -hmm. but if you think about the actual, you know, principle of something venting, you know, uh, like let's say a teapot, right. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, a kettle you have on the stove and it's getting hotter and it's getting hotter and it's getting hotter and it starts to whistle. Mm -hmm. Um, if you close it pretty much, if you open the, the spout, Whatever. This is a terrible analogy. We're Americans. We don't do tea that often. I have a Keurig. Um, (laughs) But um, can we call in a Brit to talk about the tea analogy? (laughs) Phone a friend. Um, But you know, if you open the spout, the air is going to come out. But if you close it before it's done, it's just going to start to whistle again. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. And you know. Yeah, I, we we probably have enough analogies, but yeah, I'm just dying I'm to share one more. Yeah, please. <laughs> I'm just dying to. So I was talking to somebody um, who was explaining to me that, like, when he gets uncomfortable, he, try, he just kind of, like, numbs out or zones out mm. or something. Like, he's just not good at being uncomfortable. Like, once he hits something that makes him feel weird, he just, like, turns off completely. And... Um, and I said, well, I don't know the name of this thing either. Gosh, we should do more research before we hit record on this. But <laughs> what's the name of the, like, is it like a moving walkway in the airport where, like, you, oh, like yeah. a conveyor belt thing? Uh-huh. People uh, mover? There's move. definitely a name for it. I keep wanting to call it the conveyor belt, but I think it's called a moving walkway. I think, or like a, yeah, something, okay. something like that. They like, like everyone knows what I'm like, talking yeah. about. Yeah. So when you're on that thing and you don't like where you're heading, it's tempting to want to turn around and walk back. Mm-hmm. But if you walk back, you end up staying in the same place because mm-hmm. you're on a conveyor belt. Right. You kind of just have to finish. Right. You have to just ride this people mover to the other side. You might not want to. You might be looking at all the stuff around you thinking this is not where I want to be. But if you turn around and try walking in the other direction, you will get nowhere. You have mm-hmm. to just let it take you. And then you can walk back if right. you want to. Um, so I tried using that analogy, which I think is kind of like the train and the tunnel. But I like the idea that like this thing is moving, whether you like it or not. You're right. you're not stopping the conveyor belt. Mm-hmm. You can try to fight it, but it's not going to work. Right. Um, and so okay, we've ju- we've done teapot, peeing, people mover, <laughs> and train in a tunnel. One of those images has to work for yeah, you people. Yeah, resonating something. I promise. <laughs> I think it's worth offering people who are in that tunnel a little forgiveness. And I'm thinking about a time when um, I knew somebody, somebody very close to me had lost his mom and others were talking to me and saying, I don't think he's handling this well. And mm. he's, he's not, uh, cause he was saying things like, I'm not going to go to the funeral and I'm not going to talk oh. to my, but so folks had a strong reaction to how he handled losing his mom. And I just kept saying to folks, when people are going through grief, they are not really at their best. 
And we have to just offer him forgiveness for whatever things he says that might be mean, that might be unkind or unreasonable or just sound off the wall. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, that's another way of saying that is he's he's on that train and he's going through the tunnel. We can we can go back to having opinions about his life when he's out of the tunnel. But while he's in there. Let him just get right. through the and tunnel. And the tunnel is dark. Yeah. And it's scary. And it's Maybe long. that's why that's a good and image and peeing isn't. They may not see that the light at the end of it. You know it's there because, you yeah. know, you're not experiencing it firsthand. Um, but, but you know, when you're at the beginning of that tunnel, when you are the person experiencing those feelings, it's pretty scary. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we all handle that in a different way, I think. We do. We do. So I think I've settled on the tunnel image is good for that reason. The light, the dark, that's a good, that's a good metaphor. I'm going to put the peeing one aside. (laughs) (laughs) Only if you want to. (laughs) All right, folks. Well, I think this has been, this has been good. And if, if any of this was, um, difficult to hear you know look on the bright side um and, <laughs> the episode's over <laughs> and just just stay positive and you can do it and every, <laughs> everything happens for a reason uh what am i missing what's another good um, one anyway um, have you heard the news about uh, oh yeah we'll just change the subject yeah. to something else <laughs> all right um in all seriousness if you have any thoughts or comments about this please feel free to send us an email you can reach us at questions at only trying to help.com or you can tweet us at I was O-T-T-H. O-T-T-H stands for only trying to help. Um, yeah, I look forward to it. Yeah, absolutely.